Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another blessed day. Thank you for another blessed hour, minute. We ask in the name of Jesus. First of all, we want to say thank you for being God all by yourself. Thank you for just being a merciful and kind God. Thank you for watching over us all day long. Thank you for your delivering power, healing power, and your saving power. Now, Lord, we are about to enter into your word. We ask that you empower us with your word. Continue to look upon the teacher, continue to look upon the students as we uh, study your word and, and learn more about you and let us apply to our daily life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 In Deacon Wade's hand. Uh, John 21, 15 through 19. Uh, Jesus says, But after I am risen again, I will go before thee into Galilee. And Peter answered Christ in verse 33 and says, Do all men be offended because of thee? Yet will I not be offended. And so in Peter's words, he casts a, a reflection on his fellow disciple. Peter was saying to Christ that he loved him more than all the other disciples. And Jesus said to Peter, this night before the croak, um, clock crow, thou shalt deny me twice. Peter did exactly what Christ had predicted Peter would do, so we know he denied him. So Peter's leadership was in jeopardy. Uh, Peter's shame or, or failure or, or in overestimation of himself uh, in some ways jeopardized his leadership. Uh, after Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, uh, Peter re- resorted to his self-leadership again and said to the other disciples, I go fishing." Uh, and the other disciples said, we go with thee. Uh, so they fished all night, well, we know, and caught nothing. Jesus appeared to them on the shore the next morning, and they did not recognize him. But when the disciples came ashore, they saw the, their morning meal being cooked by the Lord Jesus Christ. And after di- uh, dining, Jesus engaged Peter in, uh, in, in, into a conversation. Uh, Jesus let Peter know that he had forgiven him and was reinstating him back into his position as as leadership. So verse 15 says, when they had dined, Jesus said unto uh, Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said unto him, feed my lamb. So Jesus waits until after uh, they've had breakfast, and he speaks to Peter. Uh, 
and a lesson to Peter that also uh, uh, speaks to the other disciples. Though Peter is the leader, what Jesus is trying to convey is, is, should also be uh, a lesson to the other disciples. So Jesus has something to say to Peter that was designed for not only the other disciples, but for us also. The timing of Peter's uh, 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 Jesus' inquiry of Peter is, is after they have died. Uh, he needed Peter full attention. So as they finished their eating and sit back, uh, Jesus started to talk to them. Jesus called Peter by his, his, his name, Simon Peter. Usually he doesn't refer to that, that, that whole name. It's kind of like when your parents get want your full attention, they call you by your full name. Uh, so Jesus doesn't use this very often. You notice that most of the time in Scripture, he just refers to him as Peter. But he refers to him by that name. He's addressing him in that way and that he's addressing Peter as he is going to be the head of the brethren. Because uh, when Jesus departs, Peter is given the keys to the kingdom. So he says, lovest thou me more than these? Now these he's speaking to is is, is, is reminding uh, uh uh, uh, Peter, of what he had said about he loving him more than the other disciples, and Jesus is reminding the Peter that that, and he's reminding us too. Do we love Christ more than anything else? Do we love him more than that job that we have to go to? Do we love him more than those possessions? Do we love him more than the position of, of prestige? Do we love him more than all the things that we put before him? And Peter answered and said unto him, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Uh, so uh, the humility uh, Peter expresses here is seen in the word of thou knowest. In other words, uh, uh, Jesus knew the kind of love Peter had for him and the intensity of his love. Uh, but Peter says, uh, thou knowest. Now, the question is, lovest thou more than these? Now, Peter says, thou knowest that I do. But Peter has no idea how the rest of them love Jesus. He only knows that he loved him. Uh, so, actually, he's he, he really not answering the question the way uh, it ought to be answered. It, it, now, he does love him, but he has no idea how much John and, and James and, and uh Philip or the rest of them love him, but he just believes in his mind that he loves him more than they do. Uh, so then he said unto him, feed my lambs. Now when he says unto them, feed my lambs, he's referring to, uh, uh, one, it refers to someone of ten age, uh, 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 such as children. But it also refers to those that are young in the in 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 um, in the in the gospel. In other words, it's somebody that just now uh, coming into uh, the Christian faith. And feed means to take care of, to tend, to, uh, protect them, to guide them, uh, and care for them. So he says, caring for these. And, and some ways that you think about it in terms of, of bringing someone into 
the ministry is talking about evangelist part of of, uh, of the gospel. In other words, you're going out and finding uh, uh, young people that do not know the, the gospel, and you're bringing them in. Paul is a good example that Paul went on very a lot of missionary journeys. So he's speaking to the young and in, in, uh, in the uh, gospel of Jesus. He says to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? He says unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. So Jesus speaks to Peter the second time and asks him, Does he love him? Uh, the question does not, well, Peter claims that he loved Christ and is saying, it says to Peter because he loved him. Uh, Jesus is actually telling Peter, the proof of how much you love me it would be how you care for my sheep. Um, sheep here refers to mature believers. And then the other, uh, it was referring to new uh, believers. In other words, somebody just accepting uh, the gospel, but here we're talking about the material people, those that have been walking in, in the faith for a while. Yeah, they're at a high level, so he tells him to feed them also. And he says to him, Yea, Lord, I know that I love thee. Uh, Peter calls him Lord. That uh, I know that I love thee. Uh, and each time that he answer this question that posed to Peter, he kind of uh, answered it in a different way. In this uh, answer, he's acknowledging that that uh, Jesus is Lord and that he is God. Only, only the Lord could command and forgive and reaffirm a fallen saint. So he's letting him know that, that yes, I know that I, you are the one. You are the uh, uh, the Lord and Savior, he says unto him, feed my sheep. Now, uh, sheep here is, is speaking more uh, uh, of the church and uh, the say, uh, speaking to members of the congregation. But more than that, he's speaking to the one that is willing to be led by by the, uh, the the shepherd that he's put over them. Uh, the unsaved among the sheep uh, there are would be the goats. Now, goats can't be led. They be driven. Uh, so he's talking about the ones that can be led by the, by the, by the, by the uh, sheep that he's put over the flock. Because so the shepherd leads sheep. He goes out in front and leads them to where he wants them to uh, feed. He leads them to water. He leads them back to safety. He, 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 they follow him. Now, sheep know my voice, and they follow me. So in verse 17, he said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, I know it's all things. I know that I have, I love thee. 
Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. So Peter is, is grieved. He is not fully perceived what Jesus is doing. Uh, Peter feels like Jesus has found something in him that he does not see himself. Jesus, uh, Peter is expecting Jesus to rebuke him in some kind of way, the way he has before, and that he uh, uh, finds something that, that Peter is doing that is wrong. And he says to him the third time, Peter, son of John, love not me. But actually what he's doing is Peter had denied Christ three times, and these questions was part of uh, uh, the Lord's way of to remind Peter of his weakness and 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 his failure under pressure. So if Peter's gonna be leading the the the, the, the disciples, because he is actually their leader once Jesus is gone, if he's gonna lead them, he got to be. Uh, able to withstand and not fall under pressure the way he had uh, did the night when Jesus was brought before the courts and crucified. And the key to standing under such condition in extreme circumstances it would be our love for Christ above all other things. In other words, we're going to have to really love Jesus if we're going to be able to stand up under pressure, especially the type of pressure that caused us to die. Uh, uh, to be able to be willing to die for Christ, so he's letting Peter know that you're gonna have to get yourself ready for for the test that's gonna be at hand. And says unto him, Lord, I know it's all thing. I know it's that I love thee. So Peter here is answering in a, in a sense that says uh, Christ is a, a it's the word we use. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, take it a word. But anyway, it means all-knowing. So Peter is, is letting them know that, that because you are who you say you are, you know all things, so you know that I love thee. In other words, I'm, I'm, I'm recognizing that, that you have the power to know uh, exactly what's in my heart. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. So this stage, uh, uh, when he's talking about feeding his sheep, it's talking about on a large scale it is inclusive of the church at large. In other words, it speaks of all genders, all ages, uh, all nationalities, regardless of the type of sin that they have been delivered out of. It's, it's, it's letting them know that the truth of God is ethical to all that come to Christ and are saved. Uh, even though you might treat someone that's just coming in, you might teach them a little bit different. You, but you're going to teach them all the same truth. The truth for uh, for all of them is going to be the same. And he says in verse 18, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou was young, thou girded thyself, and walkest whither thou would. But when thou was old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand, and another shall grill thee, and shall carry thee whither thou was not. So when Peter was Young, he could do what he want to. In other words, uh, Peter shows what occupation he was going to do. He went where he wanted to within reason. Uh, 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 he had all kind of freedom. Uh, he could have been a lawbreaker if he wanted to, but uh, but he he was able to go 
to and fro and, and do the things that he wanted to do freely. But when thou shall be old, thou shalt set forth thy hand and another shall grill thee and carry thou whether thou would not. So that thing is telling Peter that you're going to live to be old. And since Jesus has said it, it's going to come true. So Peter's going to live a while after that. Some people think about 30 years, some uh, theologians. Uh, but he lives a while after this happens. But the second part says that uh, well, when thou shalt stretch forth thy hand and another shall grill thee and carry thee whether thou would not. This is speaking of, of, of uh, what's going to happen to Peter, how he's going to die. It speaks of the fact that the, the Romans is going to, uh, when they're talking about Rephim, uh, when Peter was in the boat uh, in a lesson or so back, Peter repped himself and, 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 and uh, his father cold and jumps in the water. But he's going to be repped on the cross. The normal form of, of crucifixion was that they would rep you to the cross and, and, and crucify you. Jesus was, was not repped to the cross. Jesus was nailed to the cross because Jesus took on our sins permanently. In other words, uh, nailing means a, 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 a permanent fiction. In other words, if you're going to build something and you want it to stay, you're going to put a nail in it, and you know it's going to stay. You build a house, you put a nail in the wall. Uh, so Jesus is, is nailed to the cross. But Peter's going to be repped to the cross. And because he's, uh, Peter doesn't want to die, his Christ died. And, in other words, he don't figure himself uh, worthy of being crucified the way Christ was. He asked them to, to crucify him upside down. If they had to crucify him, uh, he'd do it upside down. So Peter is crucified upside down. And and he's wrapped to the cross rather than being nailed to the cross. As in verse 19 says, this speaker, he's signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when they had spoken this, they said unto him, he said unto him, follow me. So Peter uh, is going to glorify God in his death. Uh, uh, he First of all, he does it by surrendering to God. And and, and, and the second part of, and he surrenders to the type of death that he would die. In other words, he, he, he he's willing to be crucified for the, for the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, uh, his death is, was very violent. He gave himself to it. He died a, a martyr's death. Uh, before he would deny Christ. Now, he didn't deny him, denied him three times that night. But now, he, he's full of the Holy Spirit, and he's and he letting them know that before he will deny Christ, he will die for him. Uh, Peter should be, uh, in other words, he, he's, he's, so, and, and what he, he's so willing to stand up for Christ and the gospel. Uh, and again, he begged to be crucified upside down because he believed that he was not worthy to be 
crucified in the same way Christ was. Only Christ should be crucified up in the right manner. Uh, only Christ should be uh, seen when we see the cross. If Peter had been crucified the same way Christ was, some people might think of putting Peter on the cross. And Peter will want you to know that I am not worthy to be uh, given the same honor that that uh, Lord Jesus Christ was. So crucify me upside down. And when he has spoken this, he says unto him, follow me. So Jesus' instruction to Peter and to his disciples and to us as well is saying to all to commit to the will, the ways, the word of God, and in, in performing the assignment that he has given us. We ought to be faithful to Christ. We ought to be obedient to his command unto us. Uh, God would us know that he is a forgiving God and also a demanding God. God requires his servant to be loyal to him and committed to him. Uh, even when we're going through trying times, uh, he still wants us to stay committed and steadfast in the midst of all of it. And that's basically what I have for this lesson. You have uh, the other outline, D? Hmm? You have the other outline, the third outline? Uh, I must have missed it. I've been kind of tied up this week. I may have missed it. It was the third outline? Yeah, verses 20 through 25. Oh, I missed that one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That's okay. Well, we'll <laughs> go with that. we we thank you for what you have done tonight. We have got a great uh, point of view out of it, and uh, we see here to restore uh, friendship and and see how he was dealing with Peter personally and and Peter's relationship with Christ. And as you look at the uh, Peter's relationship with Christ, he's basically sharing to us that we all uh, have our relationship with Christ and do we love Christ more than we love other things of this world? And uh, how he asked Peter, do you love me? And sometimes he asked us in our uh, spare time and in our spirit, do we love him? Because uh, if we love him, we ought to be committed to him and we ought to sacrifice things for him. And uh, that's why I say, if any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So we see here tonight how uh, the Lord was sharing with Peter and uh, how they restored friendship and how after the uh, things happened. Great lesson. Great lesson tonight. That third outline must be him dealing with John. Because uh, as I remember in the Bible, uh, he tells Peter, give Peter, uh, his orders, and then John is coming up behind him, and he said, uh -huh. "Peter asked John, is that what they're talking about?' When Peter asked John, asked Jesus, 'What about this disciple?' 
And Jesus lets him know that you need to worry about keeping your eye on me. Don't worry about this disciple. Uh, right. Uh-huh. I, what I have for him is for him. You do what I have for you. If he stay until right. okay. until I come, what is that to you? In other words, you keep your eye on what I got for you to do. And don't worry about what I got for John to do, because I got things for John to do, too. Is that what right, that was? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's uh, uh, verses 20 through 25. Yes. Mm-hmm. You you stopped at 19. Yes, sir. And he was letting Peter know, too, like you say, don't worry about nobody else. You worry about what I'm telling you. You follow me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll deal with them. But right now, I'm dealing with you. You follow me. And that's how we mm-hmm. we are today. We get so worried about who doing what and who ain't doing what. We need to mm-hmm. focus on what we doing and not doing. You know, if we would be do better <clears throat> and I will walk, then we wouldn't have time to focus on what somebody else is not doing or didn't do or, or going to do, you know. Jesus say, follow me, and that's what we should do, you know, put our main focus on following Christ. And the same way he forgave Peter, and, you know, that's the way we should be forgiven when we feel like, that. oh, we done been done wrong, you know, we should have a forgiving heart you know, and love in spite of, because that's what Jesus tries to teach us, to love in spite of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can can someone read the uh, that last outline? 20 through 25. Then Peter, turning about, see the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus said unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren, and that the disciple should not die, yet Jesus said unto, not unto him, he shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciple which testifies of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there also... There are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the word itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Amen. Yes, that's exactly what what that was talking about. Thank you. Amen. And- each and every one of us, you know, if you just think about it, all of us have a purpose in life. God created mm-hmm. us all um, in a special way, but we all have a part to play, you know. Yeah. And in in what we do, um, we need to make sure we're doing our 
what we're supposed to do when you're worrying about yes. what somebody's doing. Wonderful lesson. Thank you. That's all I have. Thank you. Do you have anything else? Uh, the only other point is it also teaches us about interpretations. Mm-hmm. Jesus never said that, that John was not going to die. Right. He said that if John, if he lived till I return, mm-hmm. what is that to you? And some people were right. about saying that John wasn't going to die. Mm-hmm. And as we study the Bible, we have to realize that we have to get the right interpretation. Mm-hmm. Right. So we get the wrong interpretation. And many had took that verse to mean that John, the scripture said John is not going to die. Jesus didn't say that. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that if he lived till I return, what is that to you? He didn't say he was going to do that. He just letting mm-hmm. Peter know that 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 whatever happens is not your concern. You just do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And and through through Paul, it, it didn't say that we would not be persecuted. Am I right? Right. Right. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, if you're a true disciple, probably going to be persecuted. Well, actually, he says, all will be offended because of me. In other words, if you're a true disciple and, and, and do what he's asked you to do, you're going to be offended because somebody's going to be upset about you. The world doesn't like what you're saying. So you'll be yeah. persecuted, but you won't necessarily be crucified on the cross, but you'll be crucified in some way. Somebody's going to say something yeah. about you. Yep. It ain't going to be good all the time either. No, no, no yep. it's not. <laughs> it's not always going to be too. That's why it's but for for your your strength, your faith. That's so important, and in your your faith in God should give you strength. Right. But I know it does get it get hard on this journey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, God bless you all. Good lesson. Yes, sir. Good listen. Anything else you can wait? No, sir. All right. I thank God for all of you all that attended tonight. Thank you for this great lesson. As uh, the old preacher said, all of them is good. It just uh, sharpen our other eye a little bit sharper that we can, amen, can see ourselves in the Word of God. Thank you, each and every one of you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. We thank you for this word. Thank you for all that attended on tonight. Master, we are uh, asking in the name of that thy will be done. We ask and continue to bless our sick members, bless, uh, continue to heal them, continue to deliver them. Father, we thank you for how you have brought them and how you're keeping them. Father God, we ask that you keep us all near the cross. Bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.